Welcome to Candy Capital of the World, where your mom tries to play matchmaker and you end up falling for your business partner. It's all happening here at AfterBuzz TV. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello. Hey. Merry hey. Christmas. Christmas wave. Welcome, After Buzzers and Hallmarkies, to the Countdown to Christmas show. Tonight, we're breaking down Merry and Bright. I'm your host, Chelsea Overrocker, and to my left, I have Princess here, who is just a lover of Christmas, and she has her Christmas shopping already planned out. Yes, it is a Google Sheets document on my iPhone. And Google Sheets with me. document. Impressive. <laughs> and right next to Princess, we have Haley J, who is also a lover of Christmas and the Santa Claus. Oh, hey. It may have taken me longer than I want to admit to, uh, I don't want to spoil this if we have some young listeners, but Mm-mm. let's just say you learn some things about Santa as you get older. That might not be the best news. So I, I was a late bloomer in that area. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you could still believe at no matter what age. Still believe. Absolutely. For Merry and Bright tonight, we're going to be breaking down the movie. We're going to be giving our overall thoughts. And then we have our Hallmark Essential Checklist. We create a checklist that we feel like every Hallmark movie has. And we're going to see if Merry and Bright follows that checklist. And last but not least, we have Gift Ideas with Haley. She's going to be taking that over for our special segment. Uh, What were your guys' overall thoughts on this movie? So I was craving a candy cane immediately. Me too. (laughs) I haven't had a candy cane in so long, and I was like, I think I need one. Don't know about a French toast one. We'll talk about that a little bit later as far as the the flavor choices. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I thought it was super cute. I'm a big sugar fan. We were just talking about that. Anything sweet, I'll take it. And, and your I'm, girl was in this one. <laughs> yes, Jody was in it. Like, so um, I was a fan. I was a fan before it even began. Like I'm a just I'm a Jody fan. I will say, <laughs> knowing she was in it, I caught myself being more excited to watch this just because we love her. She's, she she's was so Jody funny. was in one a couple years ago called Finding Santa with Eric Winter, mm-hmm. and that one is one of my favorite Hallmark movies. So I knew I was gonna love this movie when she was in it I would say I overall this movie was great I loved how they first met because it's a little different than I feel like other Hallmark movies it was just really funny because Mm -hmm. you know her mom's this matchmaker and you know this guy comes in Gabe comes in um, wanting to just be her business partner, but she's thinking that this is the guy that her mom set her up with. Your so, problems are solved. Your problems are solved. Yes, I love it. And he's like, I'm here to turn this ship around. And she's just like, excuse me? What would you guys do if a guy <laughs> was just like, your problems are solved, baby, I'm here to save the day? Oh, turn off. Yeah, turn off. It's, a little, it's a little weird. Although, sidebar, I just... What happened to the guy she was trying to set her up with? Like, we just never met him, right? Yeah, you're right. He He's just off never... in the sunset somewhere. What was his he name? Went to the wrong really hotel. good point. You oh, have my gosh. Such a good point. Josh. Yeah, mystery Josh. Whatever happened to him? He went he, to the wrong he hotel. He remains a mystery. Yeah. Apparently. That's, that's going to be on the Hallmark Mystery channel. All right. <laughs> other episode. The world. Oh, other channel. <laughs> no, but yeah, I thought that was really great. And then they just didn't hit it off very well, too, because she overhears him just saying, I don't want to be here. You like know. talking to a brick, brick wall. wall. Ooh, That's ouch. an ouch, yeah. That's a really big but ouch. But instead of her kind of 
pulling back even more. She took that as her opportunity to clean the air, clear mm-hmm. the air, mm-hmm. clean it, clear the air, and kind <laughs> of clean it and clear put it. Put her walls down a little bit. Put that brick wall down. That maybe I think since she we see her not really wanting the grandma's position and feeling like she had to kind of save the company, but not necessarily having a passion for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what maybe created those walls. And then she was like, okay, I don't have to maybe have this hard exterior. I can still be a nice person. Yeah. I liked how they were able to break each other's walls down, though, because when they were at the restaurant, you know, she ended up not saying yes to the proposal, and she's just saying it wasn't the right timing, this just wasn't the right guy, and I feel like we catch ourselves in so many moments where we're with somebody, and it's just no matter how much you want to make it work, you know, given the situation, if there's no spark or you don't feel like it's meant to happen, you got to walk away. And I thought that was really cool that she addressed that, that she didn't try mm-hmm. to drag it on. And, you know, she ended it there. So I thought that was really kudos for her for doing that. Yeah, I have so much respect for people who walk away from things that they may have put a lot of effort into it. And she mm-hmm. talked about how long she had been with him. And to get to that point and decide, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to. I'm going to head out. I have so much respect for her. And and as a woman to do that, I feel like there's so much pressure to say yes to the dress, to go (laughs) down the aisle. And uh, kudos to her for standing up and saying, you know what, this isn't right. I can't I can't do this anymore. And out of respect for the other person, too. I Mm -hmm. think a lot of times Mm -hmm. we think that we are protecting someone's feelings. But ultimately, if I felt that someone had mentally checked out months ago and still stayed with me and that would hurt me more that would make me Mm -hmm. more embarrassed so yeah I think just being honest with your feelings and realizing this is also someone else's life and their relationships that they could be finding and forming with people that they're meant to be with so I like to see that she admitted that as well and one of my favorite quotes that she said was the heart can tell us more than what any spreadsheet or book could tell but the trouble is learning how to read it yours are okay Preach yours are different wire listen listen i use my heart and my spreadsheet yeah no yours, yours, yours is a good one Oh, but yeah, her her classic idea of these guys so caught up in in business, and you know, I am curious to see if we'll see a movie with the female being way more businessy and the guy trying mm-hmm. to bring her into the Christmas spirit because that's a pretty cliche stereotype that we see in these movies where the female is typically like decorate and the guy's the businessman. Yeah, so I I would like to see that switch up a little bit, which I've seen Hallmark do before, but mm-hmm. not so far in our series but we're just getting started so we'll see it's only the beginning only the start but she did do that a little bit towards the end because for a while she did not want this company like she took it over just so it could keep so she could keep in the family business for her grandmother it's a lot of pressure but Mm -hmm. that's one reason i love about her and gabe's relationship is because he helped her in a way find her passion with this company just saying you have so much potential here go ahead and use it and that's one of the things that we liked was when she was in that business meeting in new york that was when you know the guy was just saying why do you like this why why should i invest in marion bright felt mm-hmm. like an episode of shark tank yeah yeah and then right. he says this. it's just okay i i don't know how good i'd feel about that comment right yeah. And then Gabe and Kate were like, just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think one of the one of the things that I took away from this was the question of, do you know who you are? Mm-hmm. I loved that the business owner asked her that and that it, she actually took her time and was able to answer it. So I thought that was a really cool turning point for her mm-hmm. as a character because from that point on, I feel like, even though we did see it in the fact that she turned down a proposal. But anyway, we got to see her start to finally 
own this and decide who she like what she stands for as a business as a businesswoman and I mean even when she finally declines the offer in the end I was just so proud of her and that was that was kind of like my takeaway that was my lesson learned from this from this movie Mm-hmm. Yeah, more so just owning the company, but owning herself as a woman and what she wants and right. seeing the character evolve is cool for the viewer, too, because I think we see ourselves a little bit in these characters and we want we want to feel empowered. And so when we see them sticking up for what they believe in, you're kind of like, oh, I could do that, too. Yeah, yeah. I know who you are, and especially when Jody is doing it. Jody does yes, it well. <laughs> and speaking of owning who you are, Gabe it's kind of a brand of a lost character through this whole entire movie. You know, he's just so focused on the business. He even told uh, Kate that he spends his Christmases sometime in the airport. Oh, that sounds so sad. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. at that tree lighting that's when he started really falling for Kate and just falling for the holidays in general. And I love that moment when they were back in New York together and he shows her the picture that his dad made of the barn and the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. That was so cute. With You know, just saying, this is the reason why I felt like I fell in love with your town was because I had a connection to it already. What were your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a beautiful thing to see someone's walls come down and mm-hmm. we are creatures of habit. I think when people are so caught up in business and their routine that they lose those memories and they lose the feeling of family and the meaning of Christmas so to see the love interest come in and remind him of the things that are truly important is why we love these movies yeah um I think moments like these throughout the movie made his decision to push this corporate takeover Mm -hmm. it's it just seemed out of place to me it seemed like he spent so much time getting to understand how small businesses operate, their principles, what matters to them, learning about Christmas and going back to those memories. So when he did try to push that contract, I really felt like, I I don't know, I I just felt like, well, this was kind of a surprise. I I, I just kind of came out of left field to me. That was going to be my next question. Were you guys upset when he wanted to change Marion Bright and not make it its main principle of a candy cane company and push it towards more being a chocolate company? I saw his point of view where... You know, we have this traditional company, your grandma set the standard for how she wanted it to be. But I also see a businessman realizes that you need to evolve with times and changing Mm -hmm. and meet demands. So I could see where he felt conflicted and needed to make a business decision. Mm -hmm. Do you think she overreacted a little bit being upset with him? I feel like I don't think so, because after all of their encounters, after he literally spent time in this town, got to see the recipe book he understood where they were coming from as a company. He got to understand their identity, at least I thought. Mm-hmm. I, Like I said, I was surprised and I understood where she was coming from. I would be upset if you try and turn us into a chocolate company. Like, we didn't sign up for that. We signed up for, hey, we'll do chocolate. We're, we're a candy cane company, but we also do chocolates. Mm-hmm. And we do chocolates year-round. But to, to turn them into a chocolate company that happens to do candy canes, he, I think he should have known better. Yeah. And I feel like she had a pressure to hold her family's legacy and keep it as this sacred model of what the Grimm always wanted it to be. But I loved how she had that conversation with her mom on the couch. And she was very supportive, saying, look, this is your company now. So you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, if grandma had to make a business change, she would have done it. So I loved how the mom was encouraging, saying, Mm -hmm. you know, do something new. Do it as a new protocol or well, yeah. and I like that Hallmark did show that 
Look, a lot of times you don't just know the right decision to make business decisions can be really difficult, especially if this wasn't even something you asked for and then suddenly you have this heavy title. You have to make decisions that are not always an overnight easy thing to decide. Mm -hmm. So I do like that we saw her struggle ultimately come out on the other side. But that was a more realistic moment, honestly, Mm -hmm. that I can relate to, which I'm not a CEO of any company. But Mm -hmm. just the reality of, yeah, these things are not just a walk in the park and it's like oh whatever we'll do this there is struggle in those big decisions yeah, yeah. I like their approach to it because it, it it empowered her and it made her or at least as a viewer I felt like she was supported in either direction she went mm-hmm. you know I felt like they didn't demonize or villainize any particular direction she could have she could have gone ahead and signed the contract and she still would have had that same support I think she still would have had the same respect and I love that her mom was there for her no matter what but of course I'm happy that she figured out who she is as a businesswoman the company who they are and stuck to her principles you know yeah and that's why she wanted to create different flavors for the candy cane. We disagree a little oh, bit. Yes. We were like, but you guys try these flavors because they had French toast, pumpkin spice, sugar plum, key lime pie. Would you guys try any of those flavors? I would. Yeah. I'm, I'm always down for a good key lime flavor. The sugar. I would like key lime. Yeah. I would try all of them, even the French toast. Yeah, no, French toast, I just picture <laughs> being like a cinnamon-y type thing. I'll try the French toast. It kind of, maybe I'll just take like, taste like Captain Crunch or something. That's what yeah. I imagine it would taste like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon but are, would we ever even know? Do those even exist? I think she saw, oh, I'm sorry, I missed one. I think she even had eggnog on there, too, if I forgot to Okay, write that's it. the one I wouldn't do. I'm you want to do eggnog? eggnog? Have you ever been yeah. to Milk Bar? It's I've like, had their cookies. I feel like their milky ice cream would be similar to eggnog, just like a milky, oh. creamy. I don't know. I don't I'm know vegan, why this so had to be a creamy it, so. hand signal. But, but well, that's, that's I'm almost frustrated that I wish these really existed, or do they? We should look After it up. buzzers, should. get on that research. Right. We yeah. need to figure out where we can. I'm sure, especially being in LA, there's got to be a place that has cool, funky flavors for right. candy canes. I mean, you if think? you go to the dollar store, you can find like sweet tart flavored and just Ooh, things other than peppermint. Like uh, other than peppermint, but gourmet candy canes—that's a good business gourmet. idea. I used to like I to like see it. how sharp I could get the end, <laughs> like how pointy, how pointy you could get it. Uh, okay, well, we'll try those flavors. We love them. But another thing we'll I try love, them if we can find them. We'll try if we can find them. <laughs> I love the dog. Can we talk about the dog? You did love the dog. How cute. And the mom and the dog. And the mom at first is just like giving him a lecture like, okay, you're only staying here for this amount of time because you belong to Kate. And then she softened as it went along. Well, and her acknowledging in the beginning that she's been on her own. She's used to this. It was really nice to see her have company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dogs are a girl's best friend. I loved when they were at the tree lighting and the mom hides the dog in the gym bag. And mm-hmm. they catch it, too, by saying, why does your mom have a gym bag? Because she's going to the gym. She's going to the gym. <laughs> and then when she's uh, when Kate's at the door and she wants to come in to get her grandmother's recipe book, she's like, oh, can I come in? She's like, sure, but hold up. And mm-hmm. she's like, mom, I know what you're doing. She's like, you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. You're, you want to go to the gym. She's like, oh. Yeah, that's right. I love all of the plot twists in this movie. Mm-hmm. I love the the mix up at the very beginning, whether or not he yeah. was the matchmaker guy, or and even finding out that this was his mom that he's working yeah. for. And so I, the, these are the moments that I feel like really made this movie special. And I we agree. can tell they're both big family people because they're both ultimately 
doing what their family would want them to do with their careers. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I messed up. So when she was at the door trying to get her grandmother's recipe book, she didn't really suspect anything was off with her mom, but it was more when they were on the couch together. That's when she bought Mm. up the whole gym bag scenario. But with moms, what do you guys think of Gabe's mom? How she was always trying to hint him to be with Kate because she's always saying... I love it. Yeah, she she was always that that meddling. That that meddling. Always. That meddling mom. And then side note too, I think it was really cute with Kate's best friend... Pete and her co-worker what was her name again Sophie Sophie and Pete how oblivious guys could be sometimes they're trying to hint towards the engagement Mm -hmm. and then when he proposes infinity necklace yes and he knew he's like okay I kind of know what you guys are talking about but I'm so nervous and guys get nervous about engagements too that's very nerve-wracking I actually was kind of unsure how I felt about that I feel like she should have I don't like pressuring people to make decisions like that, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I kind of wish that she would have, I mean, it, it wouldn't have been as magical. We wouldn't have had that moment where she's literally giving him the advice that she needs herself. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like it would have been more empowering if the assistant had that conversation with him and said, you know what? Hey, where are we going? Mm. This is what I want. I feel like we should be empowered to say that, you know, and I not agree. try and force him to propose. I think maybe the only issue with that would maybe the plot would have turned into more of their story. Than... Well, it wouldn't have worked for this movie, but just yeah, me just the being, concept in general. Yeah. right, it's yeah. kind of like, in well, general. what if they would have talked about it? And, and, it, and if it was more of a situation where he wanted to, I mean, we, we know he wanted to propose, but maybe he could have confided in her a little earlier. I, I don't know. I do think if I was in Kate's position and I realized that one of my friends really wanted to be engaged and I felt like the guy wanted it just as equally but was a little timid just because of nerves and I was Mm -hmm. confident that was the only reason, I would probably, like, you know, throw in a little hint or something. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what she did. And even Kate was like, okay, I just give up on you, Pete, you know, because she's like, jewelry. He's like, jewelry? Yes, Infinity necklace. She's like, okay, I'm walking away now. Mm-hmm. Just think about this. <laughs> so it kind of shows like a key relationship between Kate and Pete too. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I could see a sequel happening with this movie. I can I see could it, too. Mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see the relationship get a little bit more powerful. Maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, another thing that I want to see and I want to go to. Haley's going to be talking about it. We have some cool events happening in New Jersey. We jumping on a plane, guys? Yes. Well, so. we, ta- we talked about this. <laughs> we want to get an After Buzz TV plane to take us to these events. Okay, we should. We're, We're on. We, where is our plane? Where do we find that at? Yes. <laughs> so, guys, we have 50 days until Christmas, which is crazy to think about. But if you are already, you know, just like us and in the holiday spirit. Yes. You don't need to wait that long. You can kick off the Christmas season with the world's finest, I'm sorry, and finest probably, but the world's first <laughs> Christmas con presented by That's For Entertainment on November 8th through the 10th in Edison, New Jersey, which is right outside of New York City. There's going to be appearances from Chad Michael Moray, Danica McKellar, and for you Mean Girls fans, Gretchen and Aaron themselves, Lacey Shebert, who's a huge Hall- or Hallmark movie mm-hmm. character herself, yep. and Jonathan Bennett, so fetch. There will be gingerbread wars, an ugly sweater contest, and providing coverage and interviews right here from AfterBuzz TV. So make sure to tune in. Again, that's November 8th through the 10th. And in the meantime, you can check out the Christmas 24-7 network, completely new, where we are bringing you lots of Christmas coverage, including top celebrations, tips, and holiday traditions from around the world. There's new shows every week. 
Thank you. And they also have a podcast, too, that talks about essentials, Christmas essentials that you need. I believe it's James Lott Jr. that talks about it, oh, too. that's super helpful, actually. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very helpful. So It's ahead. hard to think of stuff. Think it of is. Ideas. It is. Yeah. So be sure to check that podcast out. I'm going to. But speaking of essentials, we have our Hallmark Essential Checklist here. <laughs> and if we, we broke it down. We should incorporate this with, like, take a shot. Every time we should. Oh gosh, I don't know. We might not be able for you guys. A shot of hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. I'm gonna say we might not be able to do this after show for each time you see a theme. (laughs) We have the denial of the relationship. Uh, So someone's thinking, okay, I have feelings for this person, but I'm denying it. I'm not gonna go for it. Then you have that one person that influenced them. Most of the time, it's a family that influences it. And then a deadline. So there's some type of problem that they have. Some crazy. Some yeah. crazy thing that they have to get done by Christmas. An attempted first kiss. And then one character is successful. Amazing Christmas decorations. Conflict. And, of course, a happy ending. Oh. I felt like they pretty much marked everything off on the checklist except for the attempted first kiss. There was two kisses. And I felt like for the attempted first kiss was the actual kiss when they were in New York and that they were looking at That was a kiss. Them. We talked about yeah. that. That was like, that you was, know, more yeah. intense than most Hallmark kisses. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Hallmark is getting a little PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you guys, did you guys think that it pretty much hit all of the, the marks? I think so. I think it was pretty on our Hallmark format. I actually thought they were going to kiss by the car. I thought, I kind of considered that an attempted, oh, like... they thought that was attempted kiss. I could see that. Like, it, it wasn't physically an attempted kiss, but I think emotionally they were there. They were There's trying to go that, there. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it right. moment? Uh, 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 that yes. moment. That's true, because she was giving him the chocolates, and that's when she was trying right. to get in the car, and... Yeah, he yeah. tried to open the door, and he couldn't. Again, another moment that I love about this movie, but... I thought there there was an attempted attempted kiss. Attempted attempted. Yes. Because I feel like with the attempted kiss, it's like they're fully going in, and then someone interrupts them. Always. Like they walk into yes. the room. Always. Always happens. But <laughs> yeah, no, I felt like, and the big conflict was just between them two. Was he wanted to do turn it into a chocolate company, and she wanted to keep it to its main roots. Which kudos to her. I'm so glad she fought for that. Mm-hmm. But and then of course they have the happy ending, and I liked how they jumped to one year later too. Um, so it was like a timeline, and that's how he proposed to her. Yeah, Aww. I like to see that too. Finding yeah. her true love through finding her true see where they end up. Yeah, yeah. And then the amazing Christmas decorations. I, when they were by the fire, that was cute. When they were after they but the Christmas trees there, they were at the fire and they were just like drinking like hot cocoa just getting to know each other a little bit i think Mm -hmm. that's when they're kind of getting into their past relationships about tearing down those walls Mm -hmm. or even that open space when he he walked upstairs it was toward the beginning yeah and they were setting up for the event those decorations oh in the new york home yeah well it was the one with the forest decorations oh the forest decorations yeah yeah yeah. pretty too but yeah, and then the New York home too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it's really like one pretty. of the best things about the Hallmark movie is getting inspiration of like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I get my. Inspiration. A lot of things are hard to do because <laughs> it's such elaborate sets. I wonder how much of a budget for a Hallmark movie goes into the decoration in the set because that's huge, you know. That's true. Uh, you can I'm also sure reuse you... things though. They, t- they, yeah. I bet it's more than the wardrobe. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, that is it for our Hallmark Essential Checklist. But we're going to get into gifting ideas with Haley. Yeah. So I'll admit, sometimes I need help in this area. So if we can provide you guys a platform to get some ideas, we also want to help out with that. So this one is going to be for those that might have a new baby in the family or a close friend. So this gift is VTech Touch and Music B. Music Combi. Is what so it? cute. Did I say that right? Music bee yes music, music bee. It's, bee. bee it's a bumblebee how adorable so it's a little bee that has it can teach you colors numbers and shapes all through touching buttons they even have sound soothing sensors to calm the baby before sleeping which i know moms and dads can really appreciate yeah. help in that department and it's got like a soft glow so it's really gonna set the mood to calm your child down and it could be a perfect gift for a baby's first christmas so how exciting could that be to be able to give that to you know, cute. a little baby so for Christmas? I'm going to have to look into this. About because, 20 bucks too. Oh, that's so reasonable. Yeah. Because two of my best friends back in Denver, they're both pregnant at the same time. Oh, wow. And they're only one month, one month apart from each other. Oh, wow. So they, yeah. it's an exciting time. I'll have to look into this. So yeah, that could be a great idea for anyone who's got a little little baby. A little baby. All right. Well, thank you, Haley, for that yeah. gifting idea. And that pretty much breaks down our show for Marion Bright. But before we leave, Princess, where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at PrincessCTV. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. And you could find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker. That's Chelsea with an I-E. And on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. All right, guys. We'll see you for next show with the next movie. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.